This is Theory for Turntables, the TFT podcast. I'm Matt, and that's Ryan. Ryan, do you got Wi-Fi? Matt, I do, and I choose you like a Pokemon. (laughs) I choose you, your selection one. (laughs) uh but uh uh it's it's not a double-edged sword a two-sided war uh instead of making peace i still reach for the door damn because we got rachel hey rachel damn damn that's right i move fast like a shooting star (laughs) (laughs) i'm not sure if anyone would recognize those lyrics we did we didn't do any of the big ticket ones like uh you know another way to go would have been ryan i had to tell myself to go and get it myself um, right. Or, or uh, I, I think I think the biggest one would probably be uh, Matt. I'm beyond all that fuck shit. Um, <laughs> that's true. I think that is that is the that is the big ticket lyric of the summer <laughs> and the fall. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, I, in all honesty, I I was going to say that I choose drum like a Pokemon, and then Ryan beat me to it. <laughs> so you you had to pivot. You had, I had to pivot. Well, Rachel, I think you're cute. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the we are talking about DROM, uh, DROM, the acronym. Uh, Wikipedia tells me it's an acronym for "Does Real Ass Music," um, which is uh, uh, and and his his debut LP, "Big Baby Drum," which dropped uh, uh, last Friday and w- which has a single on it uh, called. Broccoli featuring Lil Yachty that is currently at number five on the Billboard Hot 100. So we, uh, you know, this is a, we knew this album was coming out. It's, it's, uh, it's uh, what, what sort of another one in this, um, in this, mini mini kind of dissertation we've done or this like little tributary of, of, um, generically uh 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 kind of polyglot and hybrid um artistically ambitious sort of neo r&b uh neo r&b albums um and uh just just what genre it is is something that that we could talk about but uh but listening to it it definitely it's more of uh it's more of a party record than any of the other entries in this uh, in this particular subgenre, have been right. Like, what? What did you? I guess we sort of start the episode now by kind of like recounting what our week was like listening to the record and and uh, the sorts of things we did while while listening. So, what did you guys do while you were listening to the uh, while you were listening to Big Baby Drum? Um, well, I mean, I think that we've been listening to the the singles for a while, right? So that. These were um, like broccoli was an advance uh, single um, uh, that was out. Uh, I think as as early as as April, um, and it's one of these kind of slow burn songs of the summer, right? And I actually liken it a lot in a lot of ways to um, uh, Lord with Royals in 2013 of where the song was out, um, right? It's, you know, the, the you know, out early enough in early in the year to be the, here's the songwriter that you should be aware of, right? Uh, Buzzfeed uh, quiz. Uh, and then it kind of gradually um, gets airplay, gradually makes its way. And kind of broccoli has been just slowly kind of spot by spot marching its way um, up the, 
uh, up the Billboard um, Hot 100, um, and it's still it's still upward, right? I, we've not yet hit peak drum, um, or we we don't know yet. We've uh, hit um, uh, peak drum, so it's kind of fought its way inch by inch up the charts. Um, and it was followed by other advanced singles uh, by Cute and the Cash Machine, which came out um, kind of as Broccoli was getting more popular and more traction on uh, uh, on the charts. Um, and so, I, you know, we've been kind of, um, you know, playing these music. Uh, these these songs have been on like our running playlists and our house playlists uh, for a while. But the main thing that we I, I did and, you know, our other I want to give a shout out to uh, our other. I don't know what what drum. I don't know if we have a collective name noun yet for drum fans uh, <laughs> drum heads uh, 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 the the drum the drama club yeah um, yep. I was I was gonna yeah I was gonna say the drama queens but but uh, <laughs> yeah yeah so I, I think the main thing I, the main use case is um, uh, uh, sending text messages about the album to fella drama uh, drama queen and occasional TFT contributor DJ beam uh, who who uh, RSB VPs with requ- uh, regrets for tonight's podcast, uh, and and very much would have liked to be here. Uh, and so it's great for texting. Uh, it's a great album for texting, uh, and not only just uh, your friend who also likes the album, but right, this is an album that uh, has a song called Wi-Fi, a song called Password, and a song called Change My Number. Right. So this is a um, this is a a a mobile a mobile an optimized for mobile album. <laughs> Um, at least in terms of lifestyle. I mean, Rachel, how else have you been kind of engaging with the album? No, I agree. I think, you know, engaging with the singles first, it is kind of interesting to hear them um, like placed on this album since I think the rest of the album feels very different from the singles. Uh, It's still, I think, I think to your point, I think it's still more like of a a ebullient like party joyful time and sometimes even like silly like there's kind of like a silliness to like the energy and but it's still i think very different from some of the singles that came out ahead of the rest of the album uh but like yeah i i feel like the the singles are i i mean i really like the singles are really great and like the rest of the album is definitely like you know has grown on me as well it's definitely not one. It's not this. It's a. It's a bunch of songs. It's like thirteen or fourteen songs, I guess, with one kind of interlude type thing, rather than being this sort of through composed uh, hour long experience like some other some other records in this this genre. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. We don't have a we don't have a like spoken word interlude by the Labradoodle or the uh, I guess it's a Golden Doodle, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> amazing, right? We got We got it talk about the labradoodle um in in the, the just... life the life of doglo right like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah to 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 pimp a rescue mutt um <laughs> But it's more like, but but it's less, it's less dire. It's more like to like to snuggle and nuzzle with a rescue mutt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, all right, we we got to we got to talk about this dog and WTF it's doing on uh, on the cover art of this album. But but we got to pay some bills first. So so go take uh, go take your own uh, uh, leisurely your own kind of leisurely loop through drum and. Um, 
figure out what's uh figure out what's going on uh figure out what 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 uh what single speaks to you on on this record you know figure out uh what what kind of silliness appeals to you speaks to you on this particular record and come back uh to this podcast after you've listened and after this word from our sponsors do you like salads so many salads well Come on down to Sweet Green, where we have all kinds of salads, including a featured artisanal broccoli salad. Oh, wow. A broccoli salad. That sounds great. What's in it? Well, we have broccoli. We have farro. We have capers with salmon on a square plate. Uh, my concern, though, is, is it good for Instagram? Can I photograph the salad? Did I mention that the plate is square? What? Yeah, just like an Instagram frame. Perfect. I need to let everyone know how I'm eating. Wow, that's great. Uh, I, well, I'll be rolling up my broccoli soon. Thanks, sweet green. Stay tuned for our next salad. It's squash. And we're back. Hey, uh, Matt and Rachel, I have a, I have a question for, for either or both of you. Oh, please, please lay it on yes, us. Please. Well, this, this big baby drum with its, uh, with its, its eye, high eye contact golden doodle, um, <laughs> with its, with its Wi-Fi slow jam, with its, uh, interlude where drum takes a phone call from a, um, from a booty call while, while drinking a wine, um, while with its references to liking salmon and bagels, is it a comedy album? <laughs> That was not a. That was not where I. That was not where I expected to go. Um, but I, well, I I have I have some ideas, but I don't want to. I don't want to stomp on Rachel. Rachel, do you have a? Uh, do you have thoughts about this? I I don't think it's a comedy album, but I think there is a sense of humor. I think certainly like. So, uh, so you'd say the answer is a qualified yes. Yes. Ah, ah, yes. It's a qualified yes. No. Yeah. I, I think, I think drama has a sense of humor. I wouldn't say it's a comedy album just because I don't think there are, well, except for maybe the interlude, like there aren't like too many things that are necessarily jokes. Uh, but then again, I don't know, maybe Wi-Fi. I'm not sure how to read Wi-Fi. So maybe my yes will get less and less qualified. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, so totally, Matt. <laughs> yeah, it, well, it depends what you mean by it depends what you mean by comedy, right? Like, sure. it's mm -hmm. a it's comedy in the sense of um, sort of the human comedy, right? Like, <laughs> I was I I thought you were going to go in like a millennial in a millennial direction, right? Like, is this is this uh, is this like the great American album for millennials? Is this like the the uh, the because what is a millennial in the popular imagination but a big baby, right? <laughs> <laughs> big baby. It's the big baby generation, right? <laughs> uh, you know, on its phone all the time. Uh, the the And also, I mean, there's something – in that phone call, there's something very millennial about it, which is that it's this just-in-time sort of planning. 
Uh, you know, yeah. where it's just like, okay, on Thursday, you know, in the afternoon sometime, we'll like text each other, figure out where we are and uh, figure out if we can meet up at that point. And like, there's this, there's almost this kind of real time triangulation, right? That you can sort of hear in this phone call. Like, cause it's like the girl is trying to figure out where the, where the studio is. Right. The, right. the, the booty call. It's like, is it still over by the, you know, what, whatever. And, and, um, it's, it's, uh, yeah. And also, I mean, also it's, it's the sort of millennial album in the sense of, um, of the millennials being the bowling alone generation, right? Like being the ones who are, uh, uh, kind of stuck on their phones and, uh, um, I, I don't know, not, not dealing, not dealing with, uh, not dealing with like their fellow, their fellow humans, right? Like well, kind of, and kind of self-reliant, right? It's there in, on the first track of, of like, uh, of, I had to, I had to tell myself to go and get it myself. Right. Um, and, and that there is, I think a flip side of being kind of, um, of being kind of partitioned off is, is a kind of self-reliance or not exactly solitariness, but that there is, a kind of uh, there's a a a kind of a bit of alone in a crowd um kind of uh vibe and for, and again though um and that's uh, you feel that even more strongly in all of the kind of much more contemplative or mopier albums in this in this vein um but this is kind of you can be you can be alone um in a crowd grinning ear to ear right <laughs> um and just like and just like you know just grinning grinning your ass off right like um yeah i mean i was thinking i'm you know i'm sort of thinking about yeah i'm thinking about this i have things i want to say but i don't want to stint your question about uh about being a about being a comedy album because it's not it's not not a comedy album right it's not a tragedy album you know right right uh and it's not an album about I, here's why. I, look, if you take if you take the sort of structure agency dichotomy that we talk a lot about, like is is behavior our uh, phenomena determined by structural causes, by systemic causes, by things that are inherent in the way uh, things are set up, or um, is there a you know is there an element of sort of agency? Do people make things happen? Do people make things? Uh, do do people like uh uh try to do things and succeed and fail and sort of uh position themselves as the cause of phenomena out there in the world i mean and it's not it's it's both it's neither it's it, different ones at different times i mean there's no answer to that question really but like but if you position the uh uh, if you had to like map the dichotomy comedy tragedy or comedy drama or comedy like serious social commentary onto um, the dichotomy structure agency, right? Tragedy is on the side of structure and comedy is on the side of agency, right? Hmm. Because like comedy is about stuff you do is about stuff you try to do uh is about your own efforts and kind of not fitting into a uh not fitting into a space like tragedy is about how your flaws are predetermined and and uh and the world that you live in is predetermined and the 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 there are just like um 
unbreakable barriers or sort of ironclad rules of fate or something like that that you come up against and you can't uh, you can't alter like your own tragic flaws something about yourself that you can't offer uh, you can't alter I mean though though comedy a lot of the time is about a mismatch between the the individual and the environment um, or the individual in the community it's still it focuses on that individual and that individual's agency and uh, whether successful or or not about the um, the efforts to tell yourself to go uh, and and get it yourself. So like if there's a comedy thing of this album, it's because it's it's because of that like millennial self involvement, uh, right? Like um, it's because of that that sort of strong uh, individualistic streak that uh, pervades a lot of the uh, that pervades a lot of the the. Uh, the um the record and that and that like that you know that strong feeling that that feeling of of the self as being like very strongly um strongly individuated does that i mean does that make sense does that sort of get at your question in a way that that you think is enlightening or instructive yeah, absolutely. Because I, I think that another way to put it, and I think why we wrestle with this, I mean, I think there's a variety of kinds of comedy albums and kind of, especially the kind of comedy music, comedy adjacent music. And I think that this is one where, like, this album has jokes, and it even may have a few songs or sketches that are kind of primarily built as jokes. Um, but the album itself is not a joke, right? And the and drum is not a joke, right? It's not a joke persona. Um, but that there is there are pieces of and there's I think there are a number of different kinds of of comedy here where there is I mean for me like Wi-Fi in part does feel like a kind of a a parody of a slow jam um, and I think that that's what really got me to be thinking about this and it, it for me almost feels like like if you told me that Wi-Fi were a song written by like, like we're, we're a flight of the Concord song, right. I kind of believe it. Right. Like, um, uh, or it's, it's a duet between like one of the, one of the Concords and one of Garfunkel and Oates, right. <laughs> or something like that. Right. Uh, especially where it's like, I, I, I and I think that it is comedy in that it, it heightens in the manner, yes. right. That, that especially in the song Wi-Fi where it's like, you know, cause you hear it and it's like, Oh, this is a slow jam. And then it's like, do you got Wi-Fi? And any any like name drops Netflix and chilling, right? Like uh and and the more committed it is, the more ridiculous it is. And then so the thing that then heightens it within that song is he says, you know, lady and ge- ladies and gentlemen, Ms. Erica Badu. Right. <laughs> who who then just steps up and is like And well, really sells her part of like the the, the, the response of, of, yes, of indeed. the duet. Yeah. Of yes indeed she does have Wi-Fi. <laughs> um and it, and it's a huge payoff, right? Um, and and I think that there is, you know, the, the getting back. It's a to the kind of structure and agency thing that, like, you know, we've we've not talked a lot about kind of parody music and kind of like kind of genre parody music in, in particular. Um, but there is a kind of tremendous amount of agency in writing that kind of um, song. It's an agency though that's still kind of connected to structure because like in order to write um, a, a, like a recognizable genre parody, you have to know the genre conventions, right? Um, you have to kind of know what are some of the, the, the moves um, and you have to be kind of well read and well studied 
ready and then believe in yourself enough that I can kind of um, I can kind of lightly kind of both mock and pay uh, pay homage to the, um, this kind of style or artist or specific song. Right. And so that there is something very kind of empowered um, and kind of self-actualizing by like getting to do this kind of goofy idea. Right. And, and it also, and I guess a related thing is the kind of self-assurance of being a little goofy, right. Of, of, uh, and whether it's in, again, the, the line that I quoted of, of uh, the, I choose you like a Pokemon. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> um, uh, and is, is, uh, is that there is this kind of, there's these multiple levels of like, um, of of jokiness embedded here, even in which something, even within something that is ultimately very much not a joke, right? And very kind of um, you know a showcase of a lot of kinds of like vers- virtuosity and, and creativity, right? Yeah, no, I I do think there is a, a like the personality is he's like a, a drum is unapologetically himself, and like I agree that that assuredness is is like is on this album. I had this like weird. It's almost as if, um, like Gene Belcher, like like it like is like the spirit animal or from something. from Bob's Burgers. From Bob's Burgers, it's just like the the like the self assuredness of like the creative vision. Like yes, here are my songs. And even kind of like just like the sense of like the sit like yeah. There, I do think there is a humor. Um, and I agree that even some of the songs kind of like heighten the way I would. When I when you asked the comedy question, I took it the same way. I think you did. Like, the, do these songs kind of heighten? Is there a joke that gets like built on and heightened? And I do think Wi-Fi is is one of those songs. Um, but you know, at its core, it's interesting because it's it's both like a parody of that kind of song, and yet there is actually kind of this like core of there's an emotional connection, right? Because he's asking to connect to her network. Right. <laughs> right. So there is kind of like something like personal there. No, it's a like, it's affirmative network consent. Right? It's affirmative <laughs> ne- right. Right. So it's kind of this like song about um, it is a song about, about connecting. Well, it's right. Like that, that has something to do well, with uh, it's like it, it, that has something to do to me with Erica Badu's last record, right? Like right? with, you know, I feel like she's moving through the communications media. Like we, <laughs> I feel like there's probably an underground, uh, uh, just an underground track that got released on Tumblr or SoundCloud or something like that. That's called ethernet. <laughs> right. <laughs> Cause she went from, you know, you can't use my phone to, uh, to um the uh to to wi-fi here and like missed you know uh miss like dial up and uh you know uh wired wired networking and stuff like that i mean to a certain extent like having erica badu on your record is sort of part of the joke right because she is she's such she's so artistically serious right like there's there's and has such credibility uh it, in terms of being like a very independent, uh, you know, pathbreaking and um, and highly highly interesting artist who has kind of made her peace with 
never being as famous as some other people in her genre, uh, but being able to kind of do these these tremendously these tremendously ambitious things, right? So, of all the singers that could sing that that guest verse on Wi-Fi, uh, like uh, with her. I feel like her presence is like confers artistic seriousness and doing that in itself is, is kind of a joke under these, uh, right under these, um, under these conditions. Well, and it, I mean, I think that bears out in the fact that she is introduced, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's introduced like, like, and here's like the jazz soloist, like, our, right, like ladies and gentlemen. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, we're, we're about to be like, we, you know, the, the, like, right. She's like introduced the way like you introduce like virtuosos. Well, that's, a, he also, right. Like he, he breaks the fourth wall of the mm-hmm. song, right? And there's there's something about it that is it is like you, know, you say it's like a jazz soloist that you feel like it is a song that's being performed, right? It's like a a, a story song that that you kind of step into character and out of character, mm-hmm. right? So um so that drum is both kind of the 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 kind of character, the protagonist of the song, or one of the protagonists of the song, and also the master of ceremonies, right? And, and there's and so this in this kind of moment of like in this kind of alienation of like you know ladies and gentlemen this the moment you've all been waiting right for. the moment you've all been waiting for that's it you know what I mean that's exact that's exactly it and it's like and that is sort of the moment of peak silliness but also a moment of like of sort of truly awesome uh, a truly awesome reveal right um, and that's yeah. yeah. No, no, I, yeah, it is like a truly awesome reveal. You know, I, I wanted to get into the, the, you had mentioned like, don't use my phone, right? Like the Eric about you yeah. saying, it is interesting. I do think there's something there about like that compared to like connecting to a Wi-Fi network, right? Like I, I get, I do, I do think there's this kind of sense of like, this is like the, the joy, this is like the joyful, like consenting adults having like having sex song, right? And not the like, you're exploiting my trust and my time and my affection song, right? Right, like the the network ID is grown and sexy. Yeah, right? <laughs> no, right, and and you know, and I think there's something to be said. Like using your phone is very personal, right? Yeah, it's more vi- it's more of a violation, and it's sort of more like intrusive. But like connecting to your Wi-Fi, to connect to your Wi-Fi, you need your own phone. You need your own life, you know, and you need to come. You need to come to the situation as a true partner. Well, someone, right? yeah, it's sort yeah. of like so. There, there's. Do you have Wi-Fi? Do you do you got Wi-Fi? And then, uh, boy, I got Wi-Fi. Like, right? Like the the Wi-Fi is a. Uh, yeah, the, the Wi-Fi is sort of like, especially since like there's, there's a password. Um, I mean, they don't, they don't both have Wi-Fi. There's an aspect of sort of asking for and receiving permission is, I guess, is I think what you're saying, right? Yeah, no, I think that's right. Yeah. And I I think there is this, like, uh, there's like a more of a, you know, there's like a, there's a negotiation there and like a coming to the table, like to get, you know, with each with their own kind of, you know, strengths or like whatever they're, they're bringing themselves kind of like on at least like kind of more level playing field. Well, and it's an interesting contrast with the song much later in the album uh, with Pat. 
password, right? Um, where it is like about kind of uh, about mistrust and about being caught, right? Like, um, what is it? Uh, he says, you know, uh, why did I leave my phone out? That's a rookie mistake. She loves she loves cracking codes like a kid loves cake. Um, infiltration in 15 minutes. I wish my password wasn't my name. <laughs> like, and, and like, this is also, right, this is another one of these songs that is like, because it's sung with such intensity and seriousness. Um, and and I think especially like, it, it, and there is like, you know, a real, like these are real issues of kind of the the things that like you know that that kind of like privacy in this kind of interconnected world world of phones being left out um and kind of knowing each other's passwords or being able to guess them but then the kind of you know that uh the especially like the uh, she loves cracking codes like a kid loves cake which is in part um uh is a reference to um 50 cents um 21 questions yeah right um and and that one he says i love you like a fat kid loves cake um and now like the thing that is loved in that in that very and that was always a very silly line uh, but the thing that is loved is kind of is invading privacy and kind of and and it's kind of in love with there's a sense of being in love with the gotcha moment um and and with that kind of mistrust um and so i think that like alongside wi-fi these kind of um, form kind of bookends um, of uh, of like why kind of access to that Wi-Fi and that kind of trust um, is is so meaningful, right? Again, the line that uh, I was saying before on Wi-Fi um, that gets refrained and kind of built over and over in the bridge is no strings attached. We're still connected. Uh, that they that um, Erica Babu and Drum kind of sing over and over again. Um, and I think the flip side is interestingly that you can have. Um, um, you know, that, that you can have strings attached, uh, you know, in this kind of, you know, when the phones are kind of um, when there's when there's kind of entanglement of of the kind of private and and public or kind of what's shared in, in a couple or a relationship. Well, like uh, this idea of like cracking codes is interesting when you're talking about that private and public, because there's like a, in, in relationships, right? Like there, there is kind of a, a middle ground. There's, there's you, me, us, and them, right? Like the, it, it sort of increases exponentially the kind of the number of connect connections you have to, I guess by a power of two, right? Like the number of connections that you have to, to deal, to deal with. It's not just me and the other, it's me, the partner and all the others. And, and that like the idea that those, those relationships are mediated by codes, right? Like that there is a, a, uh, there's actually a technology of secrecy, right? A cryptographic technology of secrecy, uh, in between, um, the, the two people in the dyad and certainly between, you know, the phone and the, uh, the rest of the, the rest of the world. So, I mean, like, I think that uh, literally, like, just literally that line refers to she can guess my, uh, four digit passcode on my phone, right? Like that, that, right. uh, you know, um, it's my address or it's my, you know, whatever. I don't know. But, the, but like, well, I love that it is like it's the, it would be the numbers, right? So it's like there was a, like, it would be the numbers for drum right so it would be it would be drum's uh, passcode for at least a time was three seven uh two 
Six. Three, seven, two, six. <laughs> Which is actually pretty awesome. I, I, I think I'm now going to make all of my passwords drum. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's good. It actually, it obeys. Well, uh, sorry, I'm not going to talk about, I'm not going to talk about my four digit pins, but three, seven, two, six has a, uh, has a quality that a number of mine have, um, that like, uh, yeah, it's a, uh, so, so that there's, you know, so that there's this idea, um, there's this idea that not only like not only is there a public and a private sphere and not only is there a a like a, not only do I have a privacy you know private interior thoughts um private opinions on things whatever that I'm not necessarily going to share uh immediately um but also that uh that like there is a there's a technological framework that sort of in, endorses that rather than just sharing or not sharing electing to share or not share that there is a sort of there's a sort of access or sort of infiltration um that's possible uh and and like sort of corollary to this is the idea that a part of me a part of that privacy is offloaded to the device right like mm. a part of that a, a part of my self my private self is in the phone uh, the, so the breach of the security would be you know tantamount to sort of finding out something that i that i didn't want to share or tantamount to um uh surveilling me uh, following me um while uh you know i go and and get it on with the other get on with the other girl i mean it's it's a, a haunting idea that there's like little fragments of self just kind of shattered all over like the physical world and the internet, right? That, that, that there are like, you know, there's a time where the, the private, the, the most kind of innermost piece of that dyad was, was just inside, right? It was an interiority and it was either you, you put it into the world and you told somebody, um, or you kept it to yourself. But now because, you know, these things are kind of interfacing with us in this very, intimate way right that you know it's the most intimate relationship all of us have <laughs> uh um is is uh, is with the phone um because like you know like even in the most intimate relationship you still poop with your phone more than you poop with your significant other because <laughs> because like even the most intimate person can't be there for all of the poops right but your iphone can <laughs> <laughs> yeah def- definitely yeah. That's, the, that's the next that's the next iphone campaign <laughs> if you yeah your 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 pooping companion that's you know yeah and that's uh that's sort of an interesting thing and that goes with the theme of sort of millennial uh millennial stuff and the the idea of access i mean like the 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 device, the like, the access to the Wi-Fi, right? Like, and and the device as uh, as being the the self. It just it sheds another. It, it sheds more light. It, it sort of gives another dimension to that. What we were talking about um, with Wi-Fi as well. Another song I think that connects to this in a different way because if we're kind of it's about kind of the the two sides of that are about 
like kind of requesting access. I, I feel like the other song um, that I feel like connects to that um, in that it's kind of a, a courtship song um, is is cute, right? Um, and I think that there's something about cute that is, uh, you know, is, is so interesting because it is, it's, you know, because like in this sense, it, like the choice to be cute rather than hot or sexy um, or fly or any of these other possibly kind of, um, you know, uh, entries from the romantic thesaurus, right? Um, and that there's something about kind of cute that I, I see as being connected to the kind of like request that is being made, right? Like, and it's just like, and and I don't know. I mean, um, like, what do you guys make of 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 I think you're cute, right? Um, well, it's. Uh... <laughs> Is it damning with fa- like? Is it a compliment? Is it hmm. an insult? Is it damning with faint praise? Is it a tentative compliment? Right? Like, is it a way, you know, of of like of bridging bridging the gap? Right? Like in in a in a sort of in the context of like uh, a mature uh, sexy slow jam, um, where the idea is like, all right, everyone's here. We're into this. This is not a drill people. Uh, this sex is about to happen. Um, right. I think you're cute is, is a little coy and a little, a little less mature, uh, in that it doesn't like it, it sort of soft pedals the compliment rather than being like, I'm, uh, uh, you know, I'm I'm into you, right? Yeah, no, but I think I think it's just I I kind of took it as like the coyness of flirtation, period, right? Like that there's they're 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 in that tentative coy like back and forth, right? And if anything, this is like the less aggressive yeah. way to approach a woman on the internet, right? Like this wasn't. This wasn't a dip dick pic moment. This wasn't like <laughs> I know you have good pussy. This wasn't like you're hot. This you know, wasn't, yeah, right. This wasn't like five hundred purple eggplants. Right? right yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Like this was. This was like the soft, the soft coy flirt. This was like the soft coy but serious flirtation because it wasn't just. Um, a cold, like a kind of more of like that, like very like aggressive like uh approach that i think i think is like a pro you know is a problem for people online right is that they get like these dick pics and they get the- they get so many purple eggplants wait that's a problem <laughs> right yeah so you know they get so many purple eggplants and they don't get the they don't get like the actual attempt at being like coy and flirtatious and and oh you know i because he does say i we could go to a movie he actually he follows all the rules that aziz ansari lays out right he like sets out like there's like a plan like that is made right like let's make definite plans to do something together in real life well and he's also like letting like someone know, like letting her know about himself he's like well wondering about me or i, I think the actual lines one thing about me is i'm a foodie so you know i'll take you for a bite, bite to, to eat. eat um and yeah i mean yeah, I, this is another also- thing with the with the foodie and the and the things like this like this is uh I don't know. Is it less serious? I mean, is it a joke album because the references are all to kind of middle class things are all to like very uh, innocuous seeming um, middle class things and that that like in uh, in 
In a, it feels like a joke because I relate to it. <laughs> right. Right. Because like one thing about me is I'm a foodie. <laughs> that's that one, one thing. That is one thing about all. That's one thing about all of the people on this. Yeah, all all three of us, absolutely. But like that's you know in in an in a year of serious uh, great social problem. Uh, R&B records, uh, R&B, I mean, we need a better term, but, uh, but for want of a better one, right. Um, that the, this is not a social problem. Uh, you know, you know, right. When, when, when you're at the three-star Michelin restaurant, you don't have a lot of social problems at that particular moment. Uh, you know, you're just, you're just concentrating on the 19 courses as they, uh, as, as they parade out parade out in front of you and like i wonder i mean i wonder if it's that because that i mean that experience is no less real you know if that's what what uh if if drum drum is a foodie then like his foodiness is you know no less for real than uh any other aspect of his life and and but i wonder if there's something where it's kind of not a serious subject for serious uh issue music you know what i mean I, I I I guess like the 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 serious issue is nothing less than the challenge of for, forging a meaningful connection with another human being. <laughs> oh, that. Um, I, <laughs> no, right? Like, I mean, you have to start somewhere, right? That these things are, I do think that, I, I mean, I do agree that it, it does give it that, like, I think that is part of why it, it, it feels fun. And because, like, foodie is just such an interesting word because it is one that is, is kind of stigmatized and mocked. Uh, it also is kind of, it itself is kind of a cute word. Like, I'm a foodie. Right. right? Like, um, and it's be, it's cutesy, right? Um, and so that there is, um, there is something about that. I mean, it's even connected to like, I'm a big baby, right? Like, uh, it's very, um, it's, it is, it, it is kind of de-escalating kind of a sense of, of threat. Uh, and I think that, um, I mean, I, so it's, it's, it's really interesting because it feels fun and funny and lighthearted, but it is also kind of, you know, serious in its tent, both in, in the kind of, in the kind of, you know, Instagram direct messages back and forth, uh, that eventually become texts, uh, that eventually become the call on the way to the studio. Right. Um, uh, that, uh, and, and, and yet, um, it, it does. So it kind of balances. It's like a serious lived thing, but that is also, um, kind of presented in a lighthearted way, right? That you can be, you can, that, that, um, lighthearted and serious are not necessarily on different ends of a spectrum, right? Like it, which is weird because in some dimensions they are, but there's a sense of like, it is both kind of like, it is, it is, like because lighthearted in this case does not mean illegitimate or um, insubstantial, right? And, and I think there's a tendency to say that because I think there's also something that the other and sure that the, happens- the, the sorry just before uh, hold that thought because I want to just cash this out. My um what one of my literary theory teachers used to say that that funny and serious is not the correct dichotomy. It's right. uh, uh uh frivolous and serious. And right. funny and solemn, right? Like, and right. one one going to mood, and the other going to whether something is essential or whether it's some bullshit, right? And so you can have funny things that are that are essential. Um, yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, exactly. And and I feel like this I I I want to make the case for, you know, both the song and the album kind of occupying more of that kind of corner of the uh, the quadrant. Cuz I think the other thing that's really interesting about this song is that it's not exactly like the song structure is interesting. Um in that it it it, it also it intensifies, right? So the way that the song kind of builds um in 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 terms of the the sequences of verses, choruses, and bridges, um, and then also the length and kind of intensity of the verses kind of uh, itself um, uh, it maps onto a heightening of the relationship, right? So it kind of starts with, no, that should just happen, but by your reaction, you would think I had been the man. You make it look easy, even though it's cliche. Um, I saw you on your Instagram, and I think you're cute. Um, and then it kind of ramps up a little more. We could go to the movies. I know there's something you can see. I'm a foodie. Um, and then it, and then uh, I, by the time that the her, uh, the hook comes around the second time, it's only repeated once, and is in, uh, and 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 so he interrupts his own hook and says, "Girl, we need to go out on a date. We can do a little something. If it's cool, I'll pick you up at eight. We can really do a little something." Um, and he's like, looking at this. Pre- Pretty face, it drives me crazy. Um, and is back, right? So that in this attempt, even to like play it cool and to kind of slow play it, um, his like the absolute kind of infatuation infatuation breaks through, right? And by the third verse, this is, is actually it kind of moves from a bit from of from singing to um, rapping with a rap singing with a bit more kind of intensity, and it's a it's. Um, two or three times the length of the other verses. Right, but it's and the and the lyrical content also is like I just had to park my car cuz I was finna crash the whip. Like I can't like it's gotten to such a level of intensity for him. And he right. kind of he kind of goes uh he kind of I mean, it's a little bit I I don't know, like the, this is a sort of thing that happens in this kind of virtual relationship space where like it's not clear to me that they've met yet. Right. right. Like, and yet, like, uh, I got money, you got money too. So let's go half on rent. When I buy you a new, new purse, it's cause you bought my kicks. Uh, I move fast like a brand new car. I move fast like a shooting star. Uh, if I say we married, then goddamn, we getting married. You well, know, and, and, the, and the way that that is performed, if I say we're married, then goddamn, we're getting married. It's, it, 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 and I think the music even cuts out a bit, right? And it, it kind of it esca- it boils the the drum pot boils over, right? <laughs> yeah, if you, if um, you cry and she- right, exactly. If you cry and I'm gonna ask you why you cry and bitch, I'm caring. You know what I mean? Like there's this there's this whole relationship. There's this like yeah. uh, this whole like permanent relationship that. Um, that develops uh, just just from like looking at the girl's uh, uh, photograph on Instagram, um, you know, or like uh, in in that that la- this long verse, he says, uh, scrolling through my feet, I saw you just uh, you just did post a pic. Uh, so yeah. like he's you know, new picture comes in, and suddenly oh, you know, he's uh, he's 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 lit up lit up by it, and so like yeah, it's not. It's it's unclear to me how much of this is how, whether the scene of this song whether it's set in his head or whether it's actually set in kind of an interaction uh an interaction with the woman and if it's not if it is set all in his head the, it is interesting the the sort of progression the kind of frenzy that you can whip yourself up into mm-hmm. through kind of like pr- wishful projection of like your own 
uh, desires for a partner, for an equal, for all those things onto the, you know, onto the kind of the two dimensional, uh, the two dimensional woman on Instagram. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I do think that like, um, that escalation is, is very much like in the escalation that one feels when they are infatuated. I, I, I I definitely read it as like, this is just like the kind of fantasy that plays out in like with the crush, right. As the crush intensifies. Um, and I think, you know, with something like Instagram, it's like, I think you're almost like invited in some ways by the platform itself to sort of like project the narrative, right? Like on, on a person and like together with that person, because it feels like there's like an intimacy shared already. Well, and then that's interesting because then in that context, then, um, I choose you like a Pokemon is not just like a cute, like a, not just a cute reference, but is like kind of actually even saying how kind of interacting, whether it's on, um, on Instagram or like on like, like, like some of the online dating apps like Tinder and the others that share the same uh, platform is like playing a online game, right? As uh, I choose you like a Pokemon, like as so it's both, I choose you like, it, like, like, uh, like as if you were a Pokemon, but, uh, and I got it, uh, but it's also like, I choose you in the same manner that I choose my Pokemon, <laughs> which is on my phone. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, and so it's like, there is, um, the, it's like, uh, it, I, you can almost imagine the next level. Uh, it's yeah. I mean, it, it is very similar, right? The, the, the similar, there's a lot of similarities between kind of Tinder and Pokemon go, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what, now, now I imagine a Tinder where it's just the women on Tinder just say their names, <laughs> like, and the men, everyone on Tinder, just like Brad, Brad, <laughs> <laughs> Ashley, Ashley. Well, it, it would be nice to introduce some sort of skills-based component to it, right? <laughs> Rather than just swiping left or right, if you really had to like jiggle that pokeball and fling it, uh, fling it right, at the, the other profile. The Tinder ball, the, the Tinder balls. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, no, those, those exist and they're not, uh, they're not pretty, uh, if ever, you know, it's just, uh, it's right, that's just, in, in the land of the purple eggplant. Yeah. In the deeply, deeply in the, uh, in the land of, um, of the purple the purple eggplant. Well, and I, you know, just like, I do think it is interesting. Like it, this is not on Tinder, right? He didn't find this girl on Tinder. Right. He found her on Instagram. I'm sure the kids today don't actually use Tinder, right? Like I'm sure they have, I'm sure they have apps that we have never heard of. Or like kind of like these like side uses of like existing apps, right? <laughs> right, like that. It's like it's like all the kids today are in like the Yelp in in like the uh, comment uh, section of like hooking up in like Yelp ads for like pizza places. <laughs> right, yeah. Right? Like yo, the, yo, girl, side, yo, girl, side yo, uses. yo, girl. You want to meet me at you want to meet me at Luigi's? <laughs> Reply like this comment, like this five star comment. If you, <laughs> you know. I'm a, well. One thing about me is I'm a foodie, so I know my pizza. <laughs> um, I I think it's but I think it's tell just because like I think you actually the choice here is more relevant because it isn't a Tinder where like I mean you can choose multiple people on Tinder no I guess like for the time being you can only choose one at a time but like 
Well, right, you or like, no, you, no, you didn't swipe, right. you didn't swipe right to tons of people, right? See, this is how stupid I am. I don't know how to use Tinder. Um, yeah, no, you could choose a ton of people, right? There's like no discretion that needs to be like used. Where I'll like, give you, you I, know what? I'll give you a lesson. Sometimes you just have to change your phone password from R A C H to something else, <laughs> 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 so that Ryan can't see. Uh, so that Ryan can't uh, can't see it. Um, <laughs> Is there like uh, is, is there anything to unpack in in this first beyond what we've done in this first song? I had to I had to tell myself to go and get it myself. Um, I I guess I guess the thing that I wanted to say is that it establishes this as a world where you can get things for yourself, right? Like uh, I, I that that this is not this is the agency world and not the uh, this is the agency world and yeah. not the structure world. And that like, there's something, there's something here about like, uh, self-esteem about confidence, about, um, a, a sort of a sh- assured quality. Uh, and, and that's not, that's not, you know, ground down by society or family or other people, or, you know, um, not only is this not in the big social problem R and B space, this is also not in the 1991 grunge space that we were, you know what I mean? That we were in before where like, you can't get anything. Eddie Vedder can't tell himself to go and get it himself because, uh, um, because, oh, whoa, 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 he's still alive or, or (laughs) I love the idea that I'm thinking like, I had to go. Tell myself to go and get it myself. My, the, the, my father said you can't go and get it yourself. I had to. Well, she said, "Have I got a little get it yourself?" Um, the I don't know why Eddie Vedder's a redneck trucker in my version of uh, in my version of him, but but he's not he's not not he's not, uh, not that um, no, but it's also it is a contrast to like you were saying to a lot of these like just to last week's album uh, and how that starts right so that um, that uh, Solange's album right starts with a uh, seat at the table starts with fall in your ways so you can crumble right and so and and this and as as kind of uh, sonically arresting but it's much more sparkly right that is this um uh that, well, right, that yeah because that's a lot that solange album is about self-care under circumstances of great difficulty right and right. this one seems to be more about self-care under circumstances of of like uh, great ease and enjoyment right like uh, uh not through i you know not throughout um uh, totally right like we can talk about cash machine or we can talk about some other things but um but like uh you know it's it's about sort of uh sa- planning and savoring the enjoyment rather than uh rather than necessarily doing it you know rather than necessarily having to like retreat from the world it's about sort of sallying forth into the world and being being excited by it well, and that's what's I think interesting then about uh, broccoli as well, right? Because it's like in in broccoli, it's kind of that um, th- th- there is kind of a self care, but the self care is like being at a party and getting high, in part because like you are so excited that you kind of like need to just like uh, you need a little bit of the the weed to like just kind of like keep st- to stay chill, right? Like because uh, like especially this is a song right where it's like man, like I can't believe. 
believe that like things are going great, <laughs> right? Um, you know, like in, in Drum's verse, um, right? Um, uh, I was 26 years old when we had dropped this one amazing record, had the world step in. That's what I call epic. Couple summers later, I got paper. I acquired taste for salmon on a bagel with the capers on a square plate at the restaurant with the why you got a stare face to know I either ball or I record over snare and bass rapper face dread headed golden diamond teeth wearing they just mad because I got that cheese I keep dairy turn up with the party getting lit to yachty with a Spanish Barbie word to my mommy see I had to do it all <laughs> like <laughs> I, as a it's it's I, I as a straight edger I don't have that broccoli I guess I could eat a broccoli salad and it would show me out a little bit um, and, and I think that's part of why this has been such a, a hit is that there is uh, that th- that ebullience is there um uh in in that verse right it's it's similar to that like last verse of um that that last verse of of cute um and and then there's i think a few other things that happen that kind of convey convey this but it's that there is this kind of excitement and ebullience um and so when there's a space for t- self-care it's just kind of getting a little blazed and and enjoying it right um and that so it's it's a very yeah it's refined uh, it's refined or it's sort of it it goes to like talking about being a foodie, right? Like it goes to like connoisseurship, right? Yeah. And, and connoisseurship is when you can, uh, when your sense of what is pleasurable, you have, you have such a surfeit of what is pleasurable that your sense of what is pleasurable can like narrow down to, uh, to like some weird shit, you know? Well, I, that's what I love. The like salmon, really- like salmon on a bagel with the capers on a square plate, you know? And, and, and again, I guess it's like, I, I guess I, uh, you know, maybe this is like the, you know, like a, like that, that just speaks to me. Cause I, I once acquired that taste as well. Yeah. Um, I didn't always have it. Uh, and, and, and there's something about that that is just so specific, um, and kind of so specific as such a specific way of, um, kind of right. So, and specifically, right here's drums uh, at drum uh, annotated broccoli himself. Uh, and and I love this uh, uh, this quote. Uh, or, uh, so here's his annotation to this line. Uh, he says, uh, "I legit have only started eating salmon on a bagel with capers since I've been traveling. Uh, they've got Einstein Brothers bagels in Norfolk, but that's the only spot with that shit on the menu in Virginia. It's very rare. <laughs> and it's just like so great, right?" Like it's just this idea of like traveling through a career in music, um, getting exposed to new things. It's just like holy shit! I'm, you know, like like what is a better representation of like of of like the wonder of kind of um of of succeeding in music that like like uh, then then kind of going going play like eating things that you never even knew about, right? Um, I mean that there is a a whole a real sense of kind of empowerment there and kind of like of like I never even knew this was a thing that i could like right and that well right and that like the the sort of good part of it the kind of the the part where this sort of moral heroism of drum comes through is that like rather than rejecting it because it's unfamiliar right like he's he's totally stoked by it and totally stoked by the world and all the people and things out there uh like you know he's very pro world and very pro people and pro experience which is not not a given in in a lot of music, you know, and that's, right. uh, uh, that, that makes it really a pleasure to, to listen to and to enjoy. Well, this is, you know, something that he does, um, live, uh, uh, 
is what he does a call and response between almost every um uh every song where he says say spread love and the whole audience goes spread love and what's the other one he says is it is it yaddo yes right it says say yaddo yaddo uh and it's this amazing and every song he repeats it like a like kind of like a litany um and especially like the spread love um is uh is it's it's there's something that's very uh affirming about it right well it's it's like i think i think too it's like for him like self-care is i mean like i think it's like it kind of gets at the same place but it's like you know, it's like there's one way of like you get you you know you need self care to get to self love, and this guy's just had self love unlock right. Like he's like very much like he understands self love right, and he even and and then part of that is like encouraging that in others. Um, it makes me like the other like song you know he on in concert he does the song off of the chance album, uh, but it's special. special. Yeah. Right. And he actually, he, he likes to ask everyone in the audience to put their phone on selfie mode. So they essentially are like singing this song to themselves. Right. Um, right. It's the, it's the song of my selfie. <laughs> right. It's the song of my selfie. Yeah. You know, and so you, you, you're, you're asked to like sing to yourself. You are very special. Um, and it's it's funny, but it is also like a very uh, I, I guess like very like positive. Uh, you know, I think it's like it's it's a way that he also like spreads love. He spreads like he shares the message of of his self love with others. You know, another thing that he spreads is cash. Yes, exactly. And like, and, 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 and like, what is great is that for all of the talk about money and cash, uh, in hip hop, what, one of the things I most love about, uh, about cash machine is, is, is the, is the money dispensing sound, right? The percussive, like, um, whether it's an ATM, uh, or I guess it's an ATM or, or maybe a money, a money counter. Yeah, just um, it's up there. It's up there with the cha-ching in paper planes, right? Yeah, but it's 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 a heightened, right? Like it's just an amazing <laughs> kind of heightened of just like the idea that a uh, of having um, a stack of cash large enough um, that it could be that it can be a percussion instrument, right? That's another side that you've made it if you can play your money, um, and and that and I think it that- also like it's very clever. It's a, it's kind of a hip hop joke because it's kind of a beat making joke because the like the skittering sound of the bills hitting the bottom of the of the like the money cash machine um uh thing it's kind of like that you know that like that skittering uh uh hi-hat you know uh electronic hi-hat sound that's, yeah that's the kind of like high kind of um like mosquito sound sec- it's whatever, like it's a, yeah. yeah it's like a 30 second note right it's like it's the um it's like right it's it's like you know benjamin franklin on the hi-hats right <laughs> um, assuming that they're hundreds i mean it could it could be it could be washington on the hi-hats right. um but but it's still a large stack of uh of dead white men <laughs> yeah and even I think the like piano sample weirdly to me like evokes like a player piano. Yeah. Like it's like a melody you can imagine on like a player piano, which I think lends to the sense of like the music is this automated thing that is producing cash. <laughs> and then you're play and on the one and the cash itself is the music. 
writes an ABM is an auto automated beat machine. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but don't call it an ABM machine because that's just uh, that's just basic. That's what you well, that's what your phone is for. It's a, yeah. never mind. The the uh, the the time has come, I think, to to uh, uh, joyfully move on for this uh, from this podcast. Uh, if you would like to have a conversation with us about anything that we've said, you can find us in the comments section on a pizza place on Yelp, and uh, we'll be there. Mm-hmm. And you just uh, just reply, just add to that thread, and uh, and we'll talk about all kinds of things, including you know pizzas, because you know we're all foodies. Um, no, we're on Twitter at TFT Podcast. We're on Facebook, Theory for Turntables. We'd love it if you followed us there. And uh, join in the comments on the show notes for this episode on Overthinking It. Um, we'll be back next week with more. Uh, I, I have a feeling that our, that our R&B, uh, well, I don't know. We don't like to call our shots, but this might be our last R&B album for a while. And we might uh, venture into some other territory in contemporary uh, sound. But you know that wherever we go, one thing we are sure to do is keep it real. <laughs>